Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here, especially for the conversation that we are having today. You've seen the title. We are going to be diving into the question, why are we human? So this is going to be a jam-packed topic and there is so much information on it that I have actually decided to teach about it in a deeper unique, transformative kind of way. And I'm going to be talking about that at the end of this episode. So if you're interested in this episode and you want to know about this, um, keep listening. And if you want to take it dimensions further, um, there's some good news at the end of this podcast. Um, So I'm really excited. I'm just so excited. This is the first time that I launch something through a podcast. Usually I'm launching things on my Instagram and I feel like we've already built such an incredible tight-knit community here in the podcast Cosmic Collective. Um, I've been, you know, tracking the analytics and it just is kind of blowing me away how many of you are already listening. So Thank you so much. I love having you here. It is seriously giving me life. I love this dream life that I get to live and I love being able to teach you all how to do the same. So part of teaching that is uh, explaining to you why the fuck are we human? (laughs) This is a question that I had very, very, very early in life and in In where I am at consciously, of course, I can understand why people don't ask this question. But for me, it's always also kind of mind boggled me that people aren't asking this question. Like I, I don't understand how you can walk around on this planet. I mean, I obviously do understand because I can see the higher perspective and I understand how soul amnesia works, but, um, on, on, I guess a, a core fundamental basis of my being, it's, It is mind-boggling to me that some people won't ask this question. Not in like a mind-boggling in a negative way. It's just like it, it, it is a question that I have always known sets me very apart from the average quote unquote human being. But this is something that I like. I like that these big questions set me apart. And More than that, I love that I have been able to remember who I am on a soul level and get the answers that I've been looking for since I was like six years old, which I know sounds crazy because six-year-olds are playing with Barbies. And of course, I was doing that too. (laughs) Um, But most six-year-olds, like they don't even have the concept of what it means to be a human being the majority of the time. And for me, I would always sit there just in my head asking all these kinds of questions and I didn't I I got to a point in early enough in childhood where I I knew there were certain questions that even if I asked them like my parents couldn't answer them for me um 
And that was something that I also knew, something that I remembered. These people cannot answer my questions. These people don't know the answers to the questions that I have. I need to find these on my own. And there was obviously a a very important reason for that. And that has to do with everything that I do now as my sole purpose. It was my sole purpose. It is my sole purpose to uh, reacquaint myself with knowledge that I already know, but need to kind of reread the pages, so to speak, in my human form. And uh, it's been really cool. So this question, why are we human? I've had this question for, oh my God, almost 20 years now. (laughs) Oh my God, I feel like I'm getting old. Like my soul feels so much older, but oh, and my ego goes, oh man, this is, this is crazy. Anyways, (laughs) so I've had this question for almost 20 years and it took a a long time and a lot of meditating and a lot of learning to understand um, why we're human, how we're human. And so I want to keep this digestible for everyone who's listening because I recognize that not everyone is um, going to want the very, very esoteric parts of this conversation. Some people just want a basic answer. And I'm going to give like a semi-detailed kind of rundown of all of this. I just saw 222. Oh, the numerology is beautiful. I'm obsessed. Anyways, (laughs) Um, so... Whenever I was um, going through the early phases of my awakening, I understood that consciousness was the ever-present, all-knowing, all-being frequency within every single human being, every single animal, every single plant, piece of nature. Consciousness is in everything. It's even in this microphone and on the desk and or in the desk. (laughs) Um, It's in everything. And it takes on these variable expressions. And at some level, the animal level, is when consciousness is the embodiment of a higher dimensional soul. And all I mean by higher dimensional, if you haven't already listened to the dimensions episode, is something that exists beyond this plane, this physical plane that we are um, humanly aware of. It's uh, I, in the dimensions episode. I highly recommend you listen to it if you're if you're hearing this right now and you haven't. It's kind of like the the Russian dolls. Um, how you there's one big one that you take it off and then there's like a smaller one and then you take it off and then there's a smaller one and it goes layers and layers. It's the exact same thing with dimensions and there's 12 dimensions of consciousness. Argue, well, uh, that's a technicality. Arguably there's a lot more, but in, in terms of the expansion of this universe, um, this galaxy, I should say, it, it's 12 dimensions. <laughs> um, you're going to start to learn that there's um, a lot of technicalities to a lot of the things that I... Um, have knowledge on and it's because you can bring this to the deepest of levels Um, but we need to work to get to that point so the one thing that I understood primarily whenever I was investigating the answer to this question is how are we human and the simple answer to this is that um, the Neanderthal was 
progressing so well on its own here on Gaia. Gaia is Earth. And the higher dimensional beings who live in the fifth, seventh, and higher dimensions were very, very interested in Gaia. They were like, this is cool. Like, look at what's going on down there. There's a very strong and present evolution that is taking place within these beings. It's absolutely magnificent. We could we could work with this. Like we could create something, a being that is really magical. And I'm not going to go too much into detail because it's actually not um, the prettiest of stories <laughs> as to um, how the evolution of the modern human began. Um, but at first when it was um, it, back in ancient times, this was like a really, really, really long time ago, um, there were already, because of the evolution of the Neanderthal, there were higher intelligent beings who decided that they would incarnate on the planet and um, kind of become part of the system here. They were very all-loving, unity-consciousness beings. They were super beautiful. And these are often known now as like the Inner Earth People um, or the Lemurians. Um, that's how they're commonly referred to. Uh, the Mu people, or is it Mu or Mu? I feel like it's Mu. Lemuria. Anyways, the pronunciation, I guess, isn't important. No disrespect to them. Um, but then with this progression um, of the Neanderthals' evolution, there were other um, higher dimensional beings that that thought it would be great to um, create this hybrid um, being. So this is kind of like, if you've ever read the book of Enoch, there is some truth in that. It's actually a book that's not allowed to be in the Christian Bible, which they share all the knowledge. But anyways, I'm not here to judge. So, um, <laughs> But this is what is known as um, the missing link. So anthropologists talk about this a lot. Like how did we go from Neanderthal to the modern human and it's the missing link and the missing link is is I guess what people would refer to as alien DNA and yes I understand how crazy I sound um this is the there's a lot of research I've done on this um <laughs> and it's really more of a remembrance um especially with the soul memory that I have but that's kind of like a little bit about how we were created and there's been a lot of um exploitation that has taken place because there was um after the the modern human was created there was um a particular star race that you know thought you know they're they're smart enough to have self-awareness unlike an animal um, which I would argue that point but regardless it's not important um but they're too stupid quote-unquote, to connect to the cosmos because um, the ancient civilizations like in Atlantis and the Mayans were very, very connected to um, the, the cosmos. And those were ancient civilizations. They weren't exactly the modern human, although um, some of them kind of reflected uh, maybe what we look like in some ways, especially with like being bipedal and things like that and having skin that isn't completely covered in fur. Um, but there was this, this race that, you know, thought that, you know, we would be easy 
to exploit and enslave. And so that has been ongoing for a little bit of time. Well, a lot of time, but um, I don't want to get too, too much into that because I think it freaks people out. Um, It's just an important part of understanding why there is so much tyranny. This leads into the question of why are we human, right? Because it it starts with the the origin story of, of where we come from, how we were created. So moving into, you know, more recent times, let's say within the last thousand years, let's say maybe since the start of the 1200s, souls have been choosing to incarnate on earth um, to advance their soul. So in other planets, such as the Pleiades, um, Arcturus, if you want to go even higher dimensionally, you remember who you are. I think I talked about this in the Star Seeds episode, especially in Pleiades. By the time you're like eight years old in Pleiades, you remember who you are as a soul. You remember every single past life you've ever had in the entire galaxy and beyond. Um, and I think, you know, that's obviously very cool, but I think people on Earth would like lose their fucking minds if they remembered everything by the time they were eight years old. But when you come to Earth, you understand that you are going to take lifetimes to wake up because this is the only planet that exists in the third dimension. And even at that, we're shifting out of it. So that's like an arguable and like technical standpoint still. So whenever a soul has incarnated so many times in other planets, it says, okay, my soul has grown. I've learned all of these cool things because Souls incarnate on different planets because they want to have individualized experiences. They want to grow. They want to learn. They want to just know new things, gain perspective. That's all consciousness wants to do is gain different perspectives. And they'll incarnate on all these different planets and then be like, okay, I need something more challenging. And that is earth school. And that's how I refer to earth. It's earth school. That's how a lot of people from the higher dimensions are going to refer to earth. It's literally a school that you come to and you come because it is the most challenging school and you have to qualify for it. And this is a a lengthy process. You have to go through thousands of incarnations on other planets before you can even qualify to even be considered to come to earth. And I think that that is something that if every human being who was walking on the ground of this planet knew they would feel I think more purposeful in what they're doing rather than I think as miserable and I don't say that in a negative way I say that in like a compassionate way because the 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 pain that comes along with soul amnesia is is disturbingly intense and I say that from experience um I think I mentioned it in my sobriety episode I don't know when I posted that was that my last episode? I don't know at this point. Time is just an illusion, really, and it's fucking with me at this point. Um, Low-key, my perception of it is kind of wonky, but in my sobriety episode, I talked about how, you know, I really struggled with being suicidal for over a decade of my life, and it is so heartbreaking to me that this is a really common experience with souls who have incarnated because of the soul amnesia, but again, going back to why this happens is because we exist in the third dimension as humans and the third dimension is not cut off from the higher dimensions, but we're not part of the intergalactic community or the galactic community right now. 
And that is why there's this massive awakening happening on the planet so that we can join that and like not be a planet that's basically under a dome, which is, if you've ever seen that series or read the book, it's uh, scarily paralleled to to this actual planetary experience. But um, so you recognize as a soul when you're in the higher dimensions that if you're going to come to earth, you're going to come to earth and you're going to forget who you are. And not only that, but it's not like you're going to forget who you are and then on your first lifetime, you're going to wake up. You come to this earth also understanding that you are going to experience the most intense form of duality that you could ever, ever, ever experience as a soul. And some of you might be wondering, well, why, why would anyone choose that? Why would any soul who has higher knowledge choose to come and experience trauma? Why would they, why would they choose to come here? And it's because whenever you go through something so deep as being in soul amnesia and then in that soul amnesia, unfortunately being caught up in um, sometimes really traumatic experiences, from trauma grows wisdom. And trauma is not experienced very much on the other side. Especially from dimension seven and onward, there is no trauma at all. And it's not that the soul says, ooh, that looks like fun. The soul understands that incarnating, it is inevitable to go through trauma. And that it's, it's kind of um, a byproduct of choosing this incarnation. But the way that the soul views it is that regardless of of trauma happening or not, the soul is going to learn a lot because whenever you incarnate on earth, you have a life full of soul amnesia. So you never remember who you are. And then you die and you go back to the other side. You're like, Oh shit, shit, man. Like I really fucking forgot who I was. What the fuck? And then you go back and you do it again. And typically it's what goes for about nine life cycles, nine incarnations. And they can be as close or as far apart as you desire as a soul. You get to choose that. So you get to have reprieve. Usually there is a type of incarnation that um, I'll be talking about in the like extended thing that I'm releasing Um, just because there's a lot of technicalities to get into um, as to why it happens, how it happens and all of that. Um, But you get to, for the most part, you get to take reprieve and then you're like, okay, how can I reconstruct another contract on that planet and like try to wake up this time? And you go for your second lifetime, you come back, you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, that didn't work either. (laughs) And because you're in soul amnesia, because you forget who you are, you make choices that you otherwise wouldn't because of ego. The ego is so strong here in the third dimension compared to in the higher dimensions. So um, that's kind of like how and why you would choose to come here is you want to grow and this planet offers an experience like no other. And it's not that you come here to experience the bad. You come here to experience basically um, memory loss and to see what happens and all the things that you learn in that memory loss until you regain your memory, regain your consciousness, so to speak. And then something really cool happens whenever you incarnate on the planet and you remember who you are. You start doing things differently. You start going against the grain. You start, you know 
um, fighting against the injustices and the inequality and you start using your voice and you really become empowered by this. And inevitably, sometimes, you know, shit will happen um, that is negative because you're using your voice and you're an outcast and, you know, you're, you, you don't see things the way the mold is, um, is trying to conform you into, right? Society is a mold that it tries to conform everyone into. And when you don't fit that, then society kind of like looks at you weird, right? And it's not even that society does that, even though they do. There's so much honking going out outside. I don't know if you can hear that. It's so funny and synchronistic. Um, that's clear audience, by the way. It's another form of receiving intuitive information. <laughs> um, but um, when you incarnate and you know, you're different and you start speaking up because you maybe don't remember your soul, but you are waking up and you see these injustices and you speak out about them, society outcasts you because that's what society does but even on even on a deeper level you already feel different because you'll hear people talking around you about different things and you'll internally be like I don't agree with that I don't agree with that and you feel out of place and this is that feeling of being a starseed feeling of not belonging here of being so different that no one understands you and these are all different things that you will experience and on a soul level will help you grow, will help you expand, will help you become a, a higher version of your own consciousness because through this learning and through this lens of your own consciousness, you're going to understand what humans have been going through for centuries, really, in all honesty. And... When you get back to the other side after a lifetime like that, usually this is around like the fourth, fifth lifetime. Um, and there's a lot of discomfort internally in those lifetimes for sure because it doesn't feel right. It feels um, like it goes against your innate core self because that's what you're waking up to. Then you get to the point on the other side where you say, okay, I started waking up. I didn't remember everything entirely, but I'm going to get to a deeper level next time. And so you go back. And the goal this time is to wake up on an even deeper level and be of service in some way um, to help people around you, to help humanity. Because the core reason that um, souls will want to incarnate on the planet is because they know that after their nine life cycles or their nine lifetimes in their life cycle, they are going to awaken back to their soul, back to who they are, and they will be able to provide a massive solution towards the ascension of the collective consciousness of humanity. And if this is confusing to you, just think about what I do. I remember who I am as a soul. I remember my soul memories. I remember creating my contract. I remember all of these things. And through all of this, I have been able to help other people awaken to their souls and their soul purpose. And now they are literally living their most high vibrational life and their lives are forever changed, which my human ego is hearing this and it's still so weird to say and to recognize, but that is the truth. That is what I do because I've, I've gotten to this point in my incarnations. And this is the goal for every soul because every soul just wants to help this planet expand and become a bigger part of the galactic community. And... The reason for that is because of all of the um, intense duality, all of the negativity, all of the darkness that has transpired on this planet, the all loving souls on the other side are saying, we need to stop this. We need to help this. And 
the the common ground that was found of how it could stop and how um you know other souls and higher dimensional beings could help humanity and humans in in that sense um to stop going through all this darkness and this trauma was to incarnate themselves and uplift the planet themselves on a complete vibrational level so this is why people choose to be humans i say people but by people i mean soul this is why souls choose to be human it's why we choose to be human and in this process like i said it's going to be disturbingly uncomfortable when you start waking up in a lifetime and nothing fucking feels right and like i said this happens around lifetimes five and six and you still got a few lifetimes to go after that typically speaking just because in these nine lifetimes you're going to accrue karma and karma is an earth thing really doesn't exist in other dimensions again a slight technicality on that but um, it's predominantly an earth thing especially with the the way the law of karma works here and we're going to talk about that in another episode at some point because it's so 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 important um, to understand but because of the the earth karma that you will accrue in these different lifetimes by being so in ego, by having so much soul amnesia, making decisions that you otherwise wouldn't, you then have to clear out all of these cycles once you've woken up. So let's say you're on lifetime five, but for the past four lifetimes in your complete soul amnesia, you were an absolute asshole who screwed people over. You have shit to rectify. Even if you didn't screw people over, if bad things happen to you that you didn't get to clear out and heal from on both a human and a soul level, you got to go through it again until you fucking clear it. And so this is what happens and this is why you do so many lifetimes or in what's called the life cycle, the nine year, the nine different lifetimes. And um, it's because there's, there's a lot more to it than just choosing to come here, having this random quote unquote experience. It's not random at all. It's actually it's very calculated in a good way. And through this experience of awakening, you'll get to a point in your lifetimes where you successfully clear out your karma and you keep doing it bit by bit and come your final lifetime, you clear out the remainder of it and it's not comfortable and it's slightly traumatizing at times. And then you get to a point where you're like, okay, but like, I'm good. I cleared it all. I'm okay. And now I'm going to provide a solution to humanity and help ascend their consciousness. And part of ascending this consciousness is really just by ascending your own state of consciousness, by living as high dimensionally as you can. And that alone creates, of course, my favorite effect, the butterfly effect. And that leaks into every single person that you interact with and it uplifts their vibration. And even that in and of itself is helping humanity ascend its consciousness. So I hope you're still with me so far. I hope this is making sense. I am feeling very high up in my channel right now. So I'm hoping that it's been linear enough for you to comprehend up until this point. Um, but this is, this is why you come here. It's why you're human. It's why you go through all of the things that you go through. Now, like I said, um, with karma, that means you're going to be reincarnating. You don't get to stop reincarnating until you've cleared your karma. The reason for this, it's not because karma said so. Karma is just a law. That's all it is. It's not a consciousness. It's just a law of cause and effect. What happens though is whenever you go through earth cycles, earth lifetimes, 
it's really dense down here. So the last thing that your soul wants is to be back on the other side, carrying the energetic weight of things that are unresolved from your earth life. So that's why you'll keep coming back. That's why you want on a soul level to clear all of your karma. And again, this ultimately helps you with your soul purpose. Now, you might ask, okay, but what is a soul purpose? Your soul purpose is your soul's unique gift. And it's not just unique on this planet, it's unique on every planet in every dimension. For example, my soul gift is soul contracts. On both the earth side and the spirit side, I specialize in soul contracts. I have memories of doing it on the other side. It's much different than how um, I obviously work it here. Um, But that is my specialty. I help people with their soul contracts in many different ways. For other people, it's healing. For other people, it's programming different timelines. Um, For other people, it's the power of manifestation. For other people, it's the power of introspection. There are so many different things that souls can specialize in. Some specialize in technological advancements. And they, they, everyone that is in their soul purpose has this soul specialty really in an effort to assist other souls around them who are choosing incarnations, who are choosing individual experiences, whether that is on earth or in other planetary systems. So your soul purpose is anything that your soul specializes in on a higher dimensional plane. And it's going to manifest differently for other people, um, for everyone. It might look more human than what I do because what I do is arguably inhuman. <laughs> not, not in that sense. I think inhuman would be like inhumane. It's not exactly what I mean at all. Um, but what I do is very, very spiritual as a soul purpose. I know other people who their sole purpose is a more human thing, but the way that they do it, the vibration they put into it is what speaks so loudly and is what impacts and helps the people around them. And so that is something um, that is also regarded as a soul specialty. It doesn't matter what form it takes. It doesn't matter if it looks spiritual or not. It is spiritual because it's what your soul specializes in. So naturally now you're probably wondering, okay, well, how do I figure out my soul purpose? Because I want to do this. I'm miserable doing what I do. I, I, I want to figure out what my soul purpose is. To discover what your soul purpose is, you first have to acknowledge everything that is not. So how you do that is by taking inventory of your life and assessing what makes you feel pain or um resistance in a way for example when I was working human jobs is what I call them um, obviously no disrespect at all guys like please know that I actually had a lot of fun (laughs) in some of them but I lacked deep fulfillment in them like it was just kind of like yeah I can do this it's just super easy like can I do something more meaningful with my life Um, so it might be that you want to do something more meaningful or you want to do something that brings you more fulfillment and That's where you start. You have to look at what doesn't give you fulfillment, what people, what places, what jobs, what activities, what belief systems have you inherited that don't make you feel good, that don't make you feel fulfilled. They make you feel limited. They make you feel stuck in a box. They make you feel like you're working towards something for someone else or because society told you that's the right thing to do or 
um, because it's what's expected of you by people, by society, by your parents, by your culture. That's how you start discovering what your soul purpose is. First, you have to pull away everything that is not you. This is exactly what I teach in my first one-to-one coaching program, Align. We strip away everything that is not you, obviously at your own pace. I don't force you to do it. Um, but that's that's the first step. Then the second step is rediscovering who the fuck you are. Okay, now that you've lived 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, maybe even 70 years in this template that didn't feel good for you, now you need to, like a baby, like a toddler, like a child, relearn what it is that you love about yourself, what it is that you love about life, what it is that you love to experience. And that takes a lot of trial and error. You try this job, you try that job, you try this passion, you try that hobby, you try dating this kind of person, you try dating that kind of person. Um, and you learn to figure out what it is that fulfills you, what it is that gives you deeper meaning in this human experience. And through that, there's going to come a lot of enlightenment because this process takes a lot of self-reflection. It takes a needing to have this deep understanding of yourself, of your wounds, debunking your wounds, healing your wounds, releasing the wounds, reprogramming the belief systems that came from those wounds and turning them into healed belief systems. All of these things are what need to be done. These are all steps that need to be taken to progress you into understanding who you are. So that's part of it. And then whenever you get to that point of what is typically known as um, awakening, awareness, or um, for some people even achieving higher dimensions of enlightenment, you will figure out who you are on a soul level and you will say, boom, click, that's what I, boom, click, that sounds like a bomb going off, but anyways, um, (laughs) um, something will just click in your mind of that's what I want to do. And typically what you want to do is something that your, your child self wanted to do. For example, when I was growing up, everyone thought I was going to become a teacher. I really, really wanted to teach. I loved teaching. I loved teaching so much. My parents like got me like a not just a blackboard and chalk and like some cute little notebooks and stuff. My parents got me like a pointer stick and like I wanted to be a teacher. And to everyone's shock, I went to university for psychology and criminology, wanted to become a detective Um, because teaching and the model of teaching didn't stimulate me. It just wasn't fulfilling. I wanted something that was deeper than that. And weirdly enough, um, I, I've been told this before, I am like a teacher now and it's so weird to me because I never would have named myself that but when I remember someone who said it to me, she's like, you're like a spiritual teacher and I was like, huh, I get, yeah, like it makes sense, like that's like an interesting way of putting it um, but for me, this was just being myself and through being myself, I have gotten to teach people how to be themselves so I did become a teacher, I just didn't become a teacher in what I, as a, in my ego mind, in my human mind, would have thought a teacher would have looked like. So typically it's going to be something that was in your childhood, something you were really passionate about, something that you really wanted um, out of your life, a solution that you wanted out of your life. For example, if we want to use my life experience, um, I always wanted to be a teacher. That was my dream. 
but growing up on an emotional level, I wanted to understand the workings of human life. I wanted to understand why why we were here. I wanted to understand souls. I wanted to understand all of these interdimensional things because it would have at that point in my life, in my soul amnesia would have given me so much clarity. And it did when I came out of amnesia. And so combine the two, what do I now teach people? I teach people how to come out of soul amnesia and get the answers to all of these cosmic questions. So it all comes together. So another part of your purpose is going to be providing a system or solution um, for something that you didn't have but needed or wanted in your childhood or in your early life experience. So these are all the different steps that need to be taken to understand who you are and through that is how you understand what your purpose is. And of course, the best ways to go through introspection are meditation and journaling. Meditation especially. I found all of my answers through meditation. And that really comes with needing to understand what your intuition sounds like. So this is also something that I've started teaching. Um, Actually, as of January, I launched my first intuition training course, which, by the way, if you're interested in that, um, I'm accepting new clients for the spring. So I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of this episode. Lots of announcements coming, I guess, at the end of this episode. I didn't expect that. But um, since we're on the topic um, and people might want to go through this process, we will chat a little bit about what I offer. But back to what I was saying, then when you discover yourself, you remember that you are more than just this human body having a human experience. You're a soul having a human experience. You are going to enjoy this soul purpose and what that's going to do is it's going to manifest your dream life things are just going to work out easily you're not going to have as much stress or anxiety or sadness or pain towards your life because you're going to trust your soul you're going to trust your process in this life and you're going to understand that everything that you want to attract has to come from your frequency From the way that you feel. If you live a job, if you live a life and you work a job that you hate, the frequency you're putting out into the world is upset. You're you're in a disrupted frequency. You're in a low vibrational frequency because you're unhappy, right? And that's sad. That sucks. When you live and work a job that you are absolutely in love with, you wake up every day, you're happy. You don't dread going to work. You wake up, you're excited. Um, You know, like earlier this weekend, I was kind of thinking about this, like on Friday, I was like, some people like wake up and they can't wait for Friday. I wake up and I can't wait for Monday. And that's the difference between living a job that you are working a job that you are miserable in and working in a purpose that you are so fulfilled by. Because whenever you are working your soul purpose, it doesn't feel like work. Like in all technicality, guys, this podcast is quote unquote work related, right? I show up, I'm teaching something. It doesn't feel like work. I do this because I want to. I do this because it's fun for me to just sit here and talk to people about all these esoteric things that I've learned about and to share it with others. Um, Posting on Instagram, sharing tips, sharing moon things, um, posting weekly astrological forecasting card readings on my Patreon group. Technically, all of those things are my work, right? 
it doesn't feel like it. Even my coaching calls, my one-to-one calls, teaching on um, how to develop and train your intuition and how to trust it, it doesn't feel like work. Like I feel like I get to wake up every day and just go have fun. It's the it's literally the best feeling. Like I sit here and I'm in awe that this is this is my life. And it makes sense though because of what my soul came here to do, right? And so it works easily. It doesn't feel like work. And it allows me to do something that makes me so happy and makes other people happy through my impact on them whether that's directly or indirectly. I even think about some of the client stories that I've had of people in their lives who have been affected by their awakening and have started following their dream life and it's literally a butterfly effect and it's I have chills like it's literally beautiful. And so the difference between living in fulfillment and living in a lack of fulfillment is the vibration you put out into the world. When you put a vibration out into the world, it is just magnified and then sent back to you. So when you are experiencing frustration about your job, you wake up and you hate your job every day, you keep putting that into the universe, into the the energy of the collective, and then it keeps coming back to you magnified because that's what happens. It's quantum physics. It's just going to come back to you. Kind of like a boomerang. Or is that what it's called? A boomerang? The thing that you throw and then it comes back to you with the wind? Anyway... And that is also the law of karma because in brief, the law of karma is not so much about what you do to others, although intention matters. It's more about how you treat yourself. If you live life that a life that you hate, the law of karma is going to say, well, I'm just going to keep giving you the same thing because you're not doing anything to change it. And we're going to talk about that more in a, in a future episode of like, okay, well, how do I change that? How do I start like choosing differently? And we're even going to talk about it in the extended version of this topic But this is why when you see people living a dream life, when you see people living an unconventional life and they're extremely successful, it's not because they got lucky. It's because the vibration they're putting out into the world is being reflected back to them and yours is being reflected back to you. And so it's about choosing differently and going through the deep healing, assessing all of your traumas, how you've been impacted by them, so that you can comb through all of this and then learn who you actually are outside of beliefs that came from pain. And it's not an easy process. It's, it's so difficult that when I went through it, I think I've said this in an episode before, I, I prayed, I vowed that if I actually survived my healing process, I would find a way to help others through their deep soul healing process because it was so brutal. And in many times in my awakening, which is the deep healing process, I literally had the thought of no fucking wonder people don't want to do this. This is excruciating and life is never the same again. And for a time it feels absolutely disheartening because you see the world in a way that the majority of people don't. More people think God do now, but it's through that deep healing of that deep, deep trauma and these limiting beliefs that you don't even recognize are limiting beliefs that are are what's stopping you from understanding who you are, reconnecting with your soul essence and are stopping you from living your dream life and having a life that is more fulfilling than a life that feels pain-filled and frustrating and tiresome. So... 
that was a bit of a tangent, but that has everything to do with why you incarnate on the planet, why you're human. You come here to experience soul growth, to grow your soul through the different perspectives and experiences that you would never be able to have on another planet. And then through that growth, through coming out of soul amnesia, by purging and clearing your karma, balancing the karmic scales, you then awaken to your divine cosmic self and you remember what it is that your unique soul specialty is that you are then going to provide humanity with in your own unique, fun, cool, quirky, effective way. And then because you're doing that, because you're living in your soul purpose, you get divine rewards. And basically what the divine rewards are is because of all the karma that you've cleared, which is typically heavier karma because of the soul amnesia, you then get karmic reward. The divine, your higher self specifically says, okay, good job, you did it. You cleared everything out. And just like there are consequences that are negative, there's also consequences that are highly positive. And those highly positive consequences are you're living your dream life, manifesting anything you fucking want and doing everything ethically because you're keeping your karmic scales balanced, Um, but doing everything ethically in a way that doesn't hurt a single other person and that honors yourself and your highest path. And through that, you get everything that you've ever wanted. You get the love that you wanted. You get the house that you wanted. You get the kids that you wanted. You get the job that you wanted. You get the car that you wanted. You get the deep connections with people that you wanted. You get the higher understanding of your soul, your soul purpose, your soul self that you craved and desired. You get the healing that you wanted. And most of all, the most important one, you get the happiness and the peace that you've wanted your entire life. And through all of that, you learn things about the interdimensional workings of earth life and earth school in a way that not many people are connected to. And when I say not that many, I would say probably less than a million people on the planet. Well, maybe about a million people at this point. We're doing very well in the awakening here collectively. So um, yeah, that is why we're human on like the the basic semi-detailed kind of perspective on it. Um, I hope that that has been kind of enlightening to you because you're not just here for fun and games. You are here for a purpose. And I felt a lot of emotion just saying that. So I know that, wow, ooh, my heart and soul, whoever this is resonating for, who's getting emotional right now, like you're here for a purpose, man. Like you didn't just, ooh, (laughs) Okay, so one or one of you or a few of you are really going through it right now. I can really feel that. Was not expecting this today, but that is totally okay. The pain that you went through, it's not for nothing. I promise you. There is so much wisdom about yourself that you're going to learn through whatever it is that you're healing from. And you're going to learn not to let anything like that happen to you ever again even though it wasn't your fault obviously trauma is never your fault but you're gonna learn how to have the right boundaries how to feel empowered and how to how to energetically become aware of yourself and your worth so that these things can't happen to you again 
I don't know who needed to hear that, but I'm saying it because I, I know someone listening needs to hear that. I'm getting extra, like, I am really trying not to cry while recording this because I'm trying to, like, minimize editing of the episodes, <laughs> make them more raw. Um, but whoever needed to hear that, and to anyone who is listening, you're here for a purpose. Everything that you've been through is for such a deep fucking purpose of your soul growth. I can promise you that. And I say that because I've been through a fuck ton of trauma. And I used to get upset too when people were like, it's for a reason. I used to get so angry. But then I understood it on a deep soul level. And that is what why I'm here to teach and why I'm here to share. But For all of you listening, you are here for such a deep purpose, even if you don't remember it. And my sole goal is to help you remember why you came here. So that leads me into the big announcement. I'm going to get my spirits higher. Also, if you were listening to this and you're one of those people who were having like a strong emotional reaction to whatever I was just saying... Um, please feel free to email me or like message me on Instagram. Like I'm here, dude. Like if you need support, like I'm here. So getting into the big announcement, I'm so freaking excited, you guys. This is something that I have been wanting to do for a very long time, but just was preparing myself for in a lot of different ways. But if you enjoyed this, a very, um, short to the point explanation of why we are human, then you might be interested in joining me on Sunday, May 8th for a three-hour retreat-style masterclass on why are we human. I'm so freaking excited. Oh my God. I can't believe that I just said that and it's going to be live and you guys are all going to know and you can get your tickets. I'm so freaking excited. So a little bit about this masterclass. It's a retreat style masterclass. So it sounds long, but there's going to be breaks in there. Um, like a quick like 15 minute break um, so that you can like obviously grab some tea, grab a snack, all of those things. But it's retreat style because we're going to be doing some meditation, some guided transcendence. So I'm going to be bringing you through not just the information in the lecture style where um, you're going to learn about all of this wisdom that I hold about, you know, what is the soul, what it means to live and be an interdimensional fragment of consciousness, what it means to have life as a soul, why you choose to come to earth. But I'm also going to guide you in meditation So that you can get your answers from your own soul, your own higher self directly in the process. So the topics that we're going to be um, discussing, I'm not going to like list them all here because there's quite a bit of them. But there's going to be more information linked below. So in the show notes or if you're on YouTube in the description box. And just a few things we're going to talk about is the soul, what it is, how you choose to come to earth planning your soul contract, the birth process, soul contract types, how to live your starseed mission, how to find and get into purpose, and then um, how to basically manifest and live in your dream life. And 
through this, you're going to have those meditations through the session or through the masterclass. And you're also going to get my um, signature higher self meditation. It's a 30-minute meditation that merges you back to your soul self. You're also going to get 15 journal prompts in a little mini ebook. And that ebook is also going to explain um, how to kind of figure out your soul purpose based on certain parts of your astrological birth chart. And then there's also going to be like a bunch of like other benefits, um, like getting a discount on one of my services if you actually want to know your whole soul contract and things like that. And it is going to be recorded. So everything that we do is going to be sent to you um, back in the playback um, 48 hours after the live masterclass. You're going to get it all sent to you with all of the resources and everything like that. So yeah, I'm super freaking excited, you guys, to be doing this. It's I love teaching. This is something that in um, training my current students on developing their intuition, I've really realized that I love, 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 love teaching. And I know that a lot of you in the collective on Instagram have been asking for more um, financially friendly ways to learn and go through the kind of like coaching process that isn't necessarily one-to-one so that you can learn and apply all of these um, beautiful pieces of knowledge to your own journeys. And so the tickets are going to be really, really affordable and um, to make it even more accessible for everyone um, or for a handful of people, I am sponsoring five tickets and I'm sponsoring them at a first come first serve basis and I am really fucking excited you guys this is going to be so fun so if you are wanting to reserve your tickets then they are available in the link below and if you're like okay that's great I really want to join this masterclass but um, I also want to go through this journey of unbecoming everything I'm not wanting to be and become everything I want to be and heal and live my best freaking life. I am also accepting um, a very few amount, um, like maybe three new clients for the spring coaching season, which will be starting in May. So um, I'm signing clients the month of April. I will also leave um, information for that below as well. If you're ready to literally change your fucking life Um, and I'll I'll link some of the testimonials below as well so that you can see how I've successfully helped all of my other clients manifest their dream life and heal and become happier healthier more soulful versions of themselves and if you are wanting to train your intuition and um, have really honestly it's a certified mediumship course but it's for any and all levels beginner to expert on how to tap into your intuition so I'll have information for that linked below as well but yeah so many different options you can join the masterclass one-to-one coaching training for your intuition it's all here it's all available for you and it's all going to lead you onto the path of your soul so I hope that you enjoyed this episode of understanding a little bit as to why we are human and 
I'm really looking forward to seeing some of you in the masterclass. Literally so excited. <laughs> so get your tickets, reserve them below. I wanted you guys to have first access. So um, yeah. And don't forget to also use your podcast discount on the tickets as well. You guys get a 15% off any product, service, or event at Madsmas, excluding coaching. So use code Cosmic Collective at checkout when you reserve your tickets for the masterclass. Okay, thank you so much for joining me on another episode. We are on week 10. Can you believe we've been doing this for two and a half months? Guys, we're basically dating. We're basically dating. We've been going out for 10 weeks together every freaking Monday. <laughs> so anyways, thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for all of the support on the podcast and just in the collective. You guys really are such divine beings and souls and I feel very blessed to be able to be a part of your journey in helping you rediscover your soul self and it's just really beautiful it's just such an exciting and fun journey so um yeah thank you for letting me be a part of your soul expansion and your soul growth and if you are going through a tough time right now um you know just remember you're not alone. I'm here if you need someone to talk to. And you're on the hardest planet in the entire Milky Way galaxy. That's You're literally living on the hardest planet to live on. So you're doing a damn good job. Even just being alive and like being happy some of the time, you're doing a damn good job. But of course, I want you to be happy all the time. So I'm here if you need anything. Um, or mostly all the time. You know, human emotions are like a, a flux. They're going to go up and down naturally. But I want you to feel fulfilled with your life. So don't hesitate to reach out and holy crap, <laughs> this is a long one. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to stop rambling and tangents now. Um, but yeah, I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of your week and I'll see you in the next episode.